Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Big Hitters FPL podcast. Um, this week we are looking at game week 21 with me, Noah, Ludo. Hi, Ludo. Hello. And Jake. Hi, Jake. Hello. So before we get into any, any fantasy, we've got some new changes we'd like to talk about. First of all, you might have noticed a bit of a change for the title slide. That's right. We have changed it. And as you'll see along the bottom, we now have a Twitter account. So make sure you follow that. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And with Twitter, uh, every podcast will be doing a tweet saying, comment below your questions for the podcast. So comment below any questions you've got for the podcast, and we will try and answer them in each podcast. So we'll get started on FPL with a look back at game week 20. Quite a slow, bad game week for many. But a good one for Jake. How's it gone? Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Got over double the average. Yeah, I'm disappointed in Fernandez again. Poor captain pick. Um, but yeah, and you can see on the left, there's some key points. So I've had Foden a couple of weeks now, and he's not really performed. He was in, he was in form before I bought him, and then now I brought him in. He's he's not been doing great this game, like one point every game. So Gundogan, who has been in form, I'm probably going to bring him in for Foden. Um, so yeah, I decided to bench boost, as you can see. And it went pretty awfully, other than Ariola, who came to the rescue, getting a clean sheet, um, a point for three saves, and then all three bonus points in the nil-nil draw against Brighton. Um, Suchek brace, which is great. Sterling goal and assist. Watkins goal. And then I've still got Kane to play tonight against Liverpool which, I don't know, not too sure what will happen there. Yeah, so pretty well. Yeah, considering the average, that's a very good week. Uh, on to Ludo. Yeah, so week. I had an okay week. I'm very disappointed that I benched Ariola. Um, I was very happy with Sterling. I was a bit anxious, but then after the United result, I was quite happy. Um in terms of the United defence, I'm not very convinced with the United defence. They always concede the first goal and they make diff life difficult for themselves. So I'm not sure, fantasy-wise, if they are the great, the greatest of options. Um, I guess Maguire offers attacking returns. But other than that, pretty solid week. Aston, the Aston Villa attacking duo delivering 14 points very solid and yeah right not much of the same for me because i've had a pretty awful week uh 39 so hovering above the average but with a four hit as well just above the average so i, I went for my five at the back and it did not go well as you can see there five at the back disaster Susan Diaz, trusty as always, but Dallas not keeping a clean sheet against Newcastle. I did tell Justin. you that keep a clean sheet. Uh, okay, I, I've learned from it now. Um, Justin conceded against Everton and got a yellow card. Cresswell conceded but got an assist, so not bad. Um, Sue check, Sue check, Sue check. Every time it, it seems to be the thing that whenever when everyone starts him, he blanks. Yeah. Including when Jake captained him. But when everyone benches him, like this week, a brace in the first half. I mean, come on. 
That's 15 points. I actually remember telling you last week that you should play Suchek instead of Dallas. No. That was Maybe, Ludo. No, that was Ludo and Aaron who told you to bench him. It was Ludo that told me to go Kane over Suchek, which I did. And yeah, so I'm a bit annoyed about that. Very annoyed about that. 15 points on my bench. Um, Sterling did well. Madison, nope. Bamford, third blank in a row. Fernandez, are my captain calamities. Carry on. I was looking at a website which shows you your captain stats, and 11 of my 20 captains have blanked. So that is shocking. Pretty good. Yeah. I think that's, so, yeah. that's what happens when you park the bus a bit. You're relying too much on clean sheets. Speaking of parking I, the I, bus, you I, drew 0-0 with Wolves. So. Yeah, they were parking the bus. We were not. We broke the record for the most passes in the first half since Ooh, good for you. the 2003-2004 season. So, no. I suppose this is a good time to talk about Chelsea because for whatever reason, I don't know, but Ludo has decided to include Thomas Tuchel's managerial record in this PowerPoint. So go on, Ludo, take it away. Right, I just, I just wanted to... <laughs> I just wanted to show... Uh, not particularly the wins, draws and losses, but the amount of goals. And so obviously you can see that he's he's basically, when he's managed a team, the team have scored almost double. Um, well, they've, yeah, they've conceded way less than, uh, than conceding. <laughs> they've conceded... Um, uh, not many goals, but they've scored many goals. So I just wanted to talk about how perhaps we could, we might see a change in in the amount of goals Chelsea score in a match. And perhaps because he was brought in to make the germ get the Germans up and running, perhaps that's that's his aim. And I saw an improvement in Havertz as performance so perhaps um one of them or Hudson Adoy seems to be an appealing choice because Tuchel really likes Hudson Adoy and Chilwell actually played his left wing back and he was playing like a left winger so perhaps he could start delivering lots of attacking returns I'm not sure what you think I have got a question about Chilwell for later in the show but I will just say that I think in these sort of one or two weeks, I think it's really risky to have a Chelsea asset. Yeah, I, I think it's a we, bit unpredictable. We saw unpredictable. the team selection, didn't we? Yeah. We I think it's, feel. it's a bit unpredictable. He's going to, you know, twist and turn the team for a couple of weeks and then we can really start to see that starting eleven. But personally, know, until now, it's a risk. I wouldn't be surprised to see Marcus Alonso actually play left wing back. Maybe. Yeah, I think under Frank Lampard, apparently he was he was dropped every time after he got into a fight with him after the West Brom game. But this is the thing with new managers; they give you another chance. So some players will be happy to see the back of Frank Lampard. Many will not. So it's a change. Including you. <laughs> I'm 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 not, stand on that. I'm I'm not ha- I'm not happy to be honest, but you know, you've just got to accept it and you can't dwell on it. So I support Tuchel and many are, many Chelsea fans are not supporting Tuchel, plainly because he replaced Frank Lampard when it wasn't his fault. He just deserves respect. Because 
he is a really good manager. He's got lots of experience, so we should not write him off. As long as yeah. Zuma doesn't get back in the lineup now, I've transferred him out. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, I think Rudiger played really well with Thiago Silva and Aspilicueta, so I think Zuma, you might be talking about a loan, to be honest. I'm not sure. But a player like Zuma should not be on the bench. But I'm, we're really not sure at the moment. It's, it's too early to predict. OK, so we're going to talk about something else now. I don't really want this to stay on the screen because it's not very nice. But So we'll go back to my... Oh, that's not very nice either. Okay, we'll stay on the we'll stay on Tuchel's record for now, and we'll move on to game week twenty one, and of course it's Jake's turn to spotlight a match, very interesting one this week. Yes, so I've gone with Southampton against Aston Villa, um, just because I think it's an important game. You know, in the middle of the table, it's all very very close. Um, and last time out, it was a very high-scoring match with seven goals between the two sides, oh, yeah. Southampton. So, I don't know, we could be looking at some big hole, big holes from both sides. Um, and Southampton really haven't been in form lately. I think they've only won one in their past five. Wait, no, that's Aston Villa. Um, no, they've both only won one in their past five. Um, so, yeah, that ni- neither of the teams have been in form lately, really. So I think it could be an interesting game. Yeah, we saw a Ward-Prowse masterclass the, the other time with two free kicks on his birthday. And Grealish and Watkins performed as well. So that's why I've kept Grealish and Watkins and have not made any, and I've not made any transfers this week. Mm. I, I think it's as good as that might sound. We, we forgot to point out that last week Luda made a 64 hit, so... <laughs> it balances out, you know. We'll let you have that one though. But yeah. we we want we want to tell the listeners about sixty four hit. Um. So yeah, a lot of managers going for Martinez, conceding three against Burnley, which was not ideal. But personally, I'm very happy to back Martinez against the weak Southampton effect attack. What? Where do you stand on that? Um. I think you might have a good option in Martinez, yeah, because Southampton, they haven't been scoring lately. I mean, they've not had good results and they've not been scoring, which doesn't, it really doesn't bode well for them. So I think, let me just look at their results. So um, they scored one against Arsenal and then they couldn't score against Leicester. And they managed to beat um, Liverpool and then nil-nil draws with West Ham and Fulham, losing to Man City. It's not, it's not great. Not scoring against Man City, yeah. Yeah, I think... I think Martinez could be a good option in goal. I think they've got a good chance of turning up, but they've been in a bit of a dry patch, to be honest. And, yeah. I mean, if Ings and Ward-Prowse turn up, and I think Walker-Peters is injured, actually, with a hamstring injury. That's a big blow, uh, because there's not that youthful energy down that wing so we'll just have to wait and see see who wins uh without uh yeah so we'll go on to our game at 21 teams now and we'll talk about who we're going to captain as well but quite a tough one to pick from this week because some big players with tough matches anyway uh i'll show you my team this is my team uh i plan on making three transfers to this 
one of which I've already done, which is Dallas out Lucadinia in. Mm. And I've still got about four and a half million in the bank. So both Lookman and Bamford are... Sorry, not Bamford, Davis. I'm looking to maybe move out with maybe Don, maybe Grealish, maybe Watkins, maybe Antonio coming into the team. I've got the armband on Fernandez. Uh, I think that wasn't me. It was just automatic. Um, but I'm leaning towards Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in terms of my team, I've got Martinez and goal. Happy with that. Diaz Stones, as usual. Uh, Justin and I will have Dina. Uh, in terms of midfield, we've gone Fernandez, Sterling, Madison and my fourth guy who I'm going to bring in this week who will either be Son or Grealish and up top will go for Kane and one other striker who might be Bamford might be Watkins might be Dominic Calvert-Lewin back in the picture so some interesting ones there but that's my team how's Ludo's looking um, I'm quite happy with mine to be honest so I've got two Man City defenders, solid. Ariola, expecting a big howl from him. Uh, Keane as well. Newcastle have been really bad. That's why you're bringing in Dinier as well. And, you know, it's good aerial threat. Fafana has got Leeds and Fulham coming up. Uh, we've got Raheem Sterling, Madison, um, Grealish got 15 points against Southampton last time, and Watkins got um, Watkins got seven points against Southampton. Really strong performances. I'm I'm not I'm going to captain Kane for sure, but I'm not too sure about leaving Bamford and Mings. I was just looking for your opinions on that because Mings has a chance of scoring, but. Villa's defence hasn't been the greatest of things. Yeah, especially coming off the back of a 3-2 defeat to Burnley. Yeah. I'd say, um, leave... oh, okay. I'd say leave Bamford on the bench for sure against a good yeah. Leicester team, three blanks in a row. Mings on the other hand, that's quite a tough one. What are you going to um, do, Jake? In my opinion, yeah, I'd, I'd do the same. I think if I were you... Um, I'd probably bring out, put one of DS or Stones on the bench. I mean, Sheffield United, I don't know, beating United, beating Ooh. Man United. I mean, you never know. That is a if, controversial statement. I know, but I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Fair enough. but I mean, looking at this team, I can see really good fixtures. Um, and... I might end up benching Fernandez, to be honest. Oh, wow. I've, I've benched Fernandez before and got rewarded because he got two points and then somebody else got a goal. But I'm, I'm not too sure at the moment. Um, but yeah. I was I also. Don't think... Sorry, you go. I was also thinking about Smith Rowe. And to be honest, Bakayo Saka really looks a tasty option. I mean, he's really getting goals, assists, and Lacazette. I've got to admit, I hate saying this, but Arsenal look like a really decent team at the moment. 
on a good run. And yeah. So I'll just say quickly before we move on to Jake, but I don't think it seems wise to bench Bruno for a defender. Yeah. I think that's a bit. I think I'll I'll remain. I think I'll stick it how it is. But who should I put first on the bench, Mings or Bamford, just in case? I think Mings. Same. Okay. Yeah, I'll go so for Mings then. We'll look at Jake's team now. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, so I've made good. I've made two transfers this week. I've brought in Gundogan instead of Foden, and Fafana instead of Zuma. So now that Noah's mentioned it, I'm thinking of making a third. Maybe Luca Dean in for streak on the bench. Can you afford that? Yeah, I've got like nearly four mil in the in the bank, so that's a possibility. Um, yeah, I am still slightly concerned against uh, um, defensively. Like I said, Man City, I'm not saying Sheffield United will score, but it's always a possibility coming off the back of a big win against United. Um, Leeds, I don't know. Leicester should have a clean sheet, I'm hoping. And then Aston Villa again, slightly worried after the 3-2 defeat to Burnley. Um, but, you know, hopefully it'll be all right. And then my midfield, I'm thinking is pretty strong. Um, hopefully Fernandez will pick up his form again and then attack. I'm Captain Kane. Um, well, I guess I'll see how he plays tonight against the uh, Liverpool side. But um, yeah, I think he should have maybe a couple of goals in him against Brighton. And then, yeah, I've got Watkins against Southampton. Hopefully get a goal there. And then Bamford. I just hope I'm, I, might, I might bench him for Suchek. I've just realised that if I get Gundogan, or yeah, instead of Sterling, I could up uh, upgrade Smith Rowe to Hyunmin Son, who's got Ooh. Brighton, then Chelsea, but then West Brom. What, what do you think about that? And if so, who should I? Uh, who should I bench? That's a really tough one. Yeah. Wait, let's go back to your team. team. Yeah. Is this your no, it's Jake. And there we go. Okay, so so you're doing Sterling to Gundogan and Smith Rowe to Son. Who do I I'd say at that point, Fernandez. Really? Or Not or a defender. Yeah. Or Sofana. But yeah. The thing is, should I downgrade Sterling? That's the thing. Because I feel like Gundogan might be coming. Might his it's typical that his form and I think I think that Sterling might produce something against Burnley in game week twenty two. So I think I might be leaving it as it is yeah. and not taking a hit. It's not it's not worth it having yeah. A good player on the bench as well. Yeah, I mean Gundogan's been in form for the past eight games or so, so I don't know. Bringing him in now, like I've done, it is a bit risky because you know we could just stop scoring. Yeah, and scoring for a long, uh, good few games in a row. So yeah, Gundogan okay, so has um has just gotten uh he's got 
11, 10 points, 3 points, 11 points, 9 points, 3 points, 8 points, 10 points, 14 points. So yeah. that is quite Seven goals in his last eight games. Yeah. Uh, I think with that, we'll end part one and unveil our brand new part two. So that'll be fun. Okay, so part two of the show, we'll start answering some of your questions that you sent to us mainly through Twitter, but a couple through WhatsApp as well, if you've got our number. Uh, yeah. Um, so who wants to ask a question first? Uh, Nicole, do you want to go? Uh, sure. So we've got a question from Finbar. Asking... Who's, who's, who's in our mini leagues, by the way. Yeah, he's asking whether Ludo seriously thinks he has a chance of overtaking him. Uh, the, the, the answer is, um, in a short term, no. In the long term, yes. And next season, he will be... Next season, I will not be seeing him around my, around my team. Fair enough. I will just remind you that the gap is 70 points now, so one no, for you to think about. Don't worry, in the long term, I will have him. Down, done and dusted. Uh, uh, okay, then. Yeah, you go, you go. Um, I'd go for what is... We've seen a lot of cheap midfielders score big points at the moment. So what would be your ideal midfield five? No budget restrictions. Uh, from that's from Ricky. Ricky, yeah. It's a good. It's a good question because it is true. We've got De Bruyne injured. We've got Fernandez out of form. We've got Salah out of form, and then we've got Suchek, Gundogan, Saka, Grealish, all in form. So, uh, I guess I'll see my ideal five first. Based on current form, I'd have to go. Suchek, essential. Yeah, I'd have to go. Gundogan, Gundogan. Uh, I think I'd, I'd be inclined to stick with Bruno Fernandes. Uh, then looking past that, who is there? I reckon... Addison? Have you sent him? I haven't sent him. I think he's got two good fixtures, so yeah, I'd include Madison. And then the last one, I'd probably go for either Son or Grealish, which is the dilemma I've got for my own team this week. I'll go... Grealish. How about you guys? Yeah. Ludo? Um, I mean, yeah, I agree everything Noah says. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go Grealish as well. Why not? Because if the Son, if, if you've got Kane already, if Kane and Son are playing a team like Liverpool or Man City, then Man City especially, um, then, you know, that's to that's a really hard fixture man city considering their defensive record so just for a change i'd go greenish he's very he's a very good player Can, you know performs um day in day out who else would make your five uh no no i, I mean i i agree Always is the midfield one <laughs> Well, Solid five, one, <laughs> three formation. 
Um, no, I mean, Gondogan, um, at this moment in time, due to form, I wouldn't pick Fernandez and I'd go Madison. So Gondogan, Madison, Grealish, uh, and uh, perhaps um, Son. I'd include Son. Um, and final final midfielder, Suchek, yeah, as he said. Fair enough. And Jake? Um, yeah, um, I'd go Gundogan, Suchek. Um, I'm not sure which Leicester midfielder, but I'd definitely go with one of Madison, Tielemans or Barnes because they're all, they've all been in form lately. Mm. And then perhaps controversial pick, I, I might go with Pogba. <sighs> Because wow. he's been form lately. Yeah. And then probably Saka as well. I mean, yeah. Interesting picks there. Just to be clear, we are picking this due to current form. So obviously Salah's not in there, but in the long term, I'd probably include Salah as well. And De Bruyne when he's back from injury. Yeah. Uh, I've got a question here, which is just a simple one from WhatsApp from Yukai, I think it was which is, who are the best strikers to buy? I think it's quite a topical one because everyone's got their Canes and Bamfords and Brewsters. Uh, but with Bamford out of form, I think we're all looking for sort of maybe a second or third striker. So who would you guys recommend? Um, I Well, I've got Watkins at the moment, who I think is a good option. Um, I also say Antonio and Lacazette are good options, and possibly yeah. Callum Robinson because he's got two good fixtures as a differential. Yeah. Also, I'd probably go for Lacazette to be honest. Yeah. And mm -hmm. a 7.0 million defender, which is a big sorry attack striker, who's a big risk, but he's selected 0.0 .0, has just been added to the game. William Jose. I'm yeah. backing him. From Real Theodad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, alone. Nice. Uh, I'd probably have to add to that that you said Antonio, didn't you? Uh, I have to add yeah, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's yeah. in an back, back for Everton. They've got two really good fixtures coming up, uh, and we know he can score. And the second one I'd go for would have to be Danny Ings who's back from COVID, I think. And Southampton needs someone to step up and there can't really be anyone else except him. Yeah. So and, yeah, to be honest, this might sound either Tammy Abraham, Giroud or Timo Werner because they've got Burnley, Tottenham and Sheffield. So, you know. Yeah, we'll but... To see just... which one. Nels, yeah, again, Nels we'll have to wait and see. It's too risky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh... I'll, I'll shoot you another question. I reckon we've got time for two more, maybe. Um, this is also from WhatsApp. It is, says, for the next few weeks, who is the better option from Dinier or Chilwell? Both around six point, both around six mil. Both got decent fixtures. Which one? I'd go for, I mean, if Tuchel plays this formation, then Chilwell's literally playing as a left winger. Um, and he'll offer attacking returns. But with the return of Calvert-Lewin, 
uh, you might see Dinier getting quite a few assists. So I think it really depends on it really depends the team they're playing. So Burnley and Sheffield for Ben Chilwell. Um, and Newcastle and Leeds for Dinier. Yeah, Leeds are a bit more open and they attack yeah. a lot. So it's, it's and don't I mean it's very much, though. I mean just purely because I'm a Chelsea fan, I'd go for Chilwell, but that's that's just it's a very tough choice. Personally, I'd go with Dean. Um just because I can't remember where I saw this stat, but Dinia has more crosses and he's only played he's only played what's in six game weeks or so or a few more. Mm-hmm. He's got the most crosses in the Everton side this season. And I think he just has more quality in picking out the right player than Chilwell does. And I'd also, I'd also go for Dinier for similar reasons, but also a different reason, which is uh, we saw Chilwell got substituted uh, relatively early in the Chelsea yeah. game, so that could hint for me potentially a rotation. So yeah. Dinier is more more nailed, and I'd say more likely to get an assist. Yeah, yeah, I think I probably will transfer Dinier in this uh, this week for Streak. Just I already have. Yeah, just to confirm that at the moment the player who's put most uh, most crosses is Andy Robertson, followed by Trent, then Pedro Neto, and then Aaron Cresswell. So in- that's interesting. Yeah. And then if we've we- got the likes of Kevin De Bruyne. Bakayo Saka is quite high, and and yeah, Bruno Fernandes as well. If I got um, Luca Dini, who should I play him instead of this week? Uh, Cash. I know you won't want to. Oh, sorry, no. Uh, I'd Bamford. I'd bench I'd bench for yeah Bamford yeah probably yeah yeah I have fair. to bench Bamford. But should I should I bring Suchek in as well? Take him off no, the bench. No. No against Liverpool, no chance. He's so going to score a hat-trick though, isn't he? Yeah. Okay, I reckon yeah. we've got time for one more question. I think there's only one more question left. So, who wants to present it? Um, got one from Johnny, haven't we? Oh, yeah. he. Uh, so, the question is... Uh, what is everyone's top three differentials? So in the game, we'll quickly go around. I'll start. I'd go Bakayo Saka, um, followed by Ariola because I think he's quite... Um, followed by probably... Um, probably... Smith Rowe as well, to be honest, because he's only 4.5 and he plays week in, week out, so and gets sometimes a couple of assists to his name. So that's my three. Fair enough. Um, you're not gonna like me for this, but I'd have to go with Pogba again. <laughs> um, it's fair enough. Um, Lacazette, who's actually only got 6.5% ownership, which is surprisingly low. And I think who else? Um, possibly 
Oliver Giroud. Olivier. Olivier. I think he might get dropped though because yeah. he didn't really play well. Noah, what are yours? Well, I'm struggling to think of some. I'd have to go with Tielemans of Leicester. Yeah. Who I'm kind of loyal to because I had him in my team for a bit. Do you remember? And he didn't do very well, but yeah, I had him in my team for a bit, so good. Um, there are. Yeah, it's quite tough, isn't it? Um, I will go for maybe. I reckon you guys have picked on it a bit, but I reckon Fofana's a decent differential. Yeah, he's more nailed at the moment than Justin. Yeah, because of Pereira's return and Leicester have got good fixtures coming up. Yeah, and then the final one being. I have to look at Leeds' attack because I'd, I'd go for Rafinha to be honest. Yeah, yeah. there's Rafinha, there's Harrison, but probably Rafinha. So Rafinha is my third one because yeah. Bamford isn't really performing, but stepped up. Those yeah. are my three. So I think that just about ends the show for today. Yeah. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Of course, we've got Tottenham versus Liverpool, a huge match tonight. Uh, which will end the week. And then looking ahead to game at 21, which the deadline is Saturday morning, where we've got Everton, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Wolves, Man City, Sheffield United, West Brom, Fulham, Arsenal, United, Southampton, Villa. Sunday, we've got Chelsea, Burnley, Leicester, Leeds, West Ham, Liverpool, Brighton, Spurs. And that is the week. So we'll be back with another podcast on Sunday afternoon. So look out for that one and don't forget to subscribe to YouTube, follow on Twitter and send in any questions you've got. Uh, good luck, guys, with Game Week 20 and Game Week 21. Uh, good luck to all of our listeners. Have a good week and bye-bye. Bye.